MySafeLA is the public education partner of the Los Angeles Fire Department. You're listening to a MySafeLA Fire and Life Safety Podcast. I'm Todd Lights, Public Information Officer for MySafeLA, and I'm joined by our great friend and colleague in the effort to reduce fire fatalities, Deborah Hansen, Director of External Affairs for First Alert. Hi, Debbie. Thanks so much for joining us today. Hey, Todd. Thanks. It's great to be here. You know, we've had eight fire fatalities in the city of Los Angeles in structure fires uh, in the first six weeks of 2014, despite the fact that it's been a somewhat warm and dry winter. Um, so that's a huge amount of, uh, of fire deaths here in Los Angeles for this short a period of time. And what's most tragic about them is that pretty much all of them could have been prevented. In every case, in all eight fatalities, there was no smoke alarm or no working smoke alarm. And that just heightens the fact that smoke alarms are the most important fire safety tool in your home. Um, And there's so many different types of uh, smoke alarms, Debbie, that uh, some people get confused. How do people avoid that kind of confusion? And maybe talk a little bit about the different types of alarms that that are available to people and, and, and how they can decide which one is best for them. Sure, sure. You know, and I hope people really um, don't get horribly confused, especially when they go to the shelf. And, and you know, I always say first and foremost, if you don't know what you're supposed to have, call your local fire department first to get an idea of what it is that you need. And we'll talk about numbers later. But, um, you know, why there's so many different smoke alarms today is because technology is always evolving, you know, and that's that's really important. Continuous, affordable safety innovations are out there. So there's many, many different features and benefits um, today that are available to consumers that weren't, you know, 10, 15, 20 years ago. So um, I always tell people just, you know, when you're at the shelf, really look at um, the the packaging and see what it is because it it, will, it should tell you exactly what it is. Um, there's different types of sensing technology. There's both photoelectric and ionization. There's alarms today that have both of those technologies in one alarm. There are alarms today which are great that are both carbon monoxide and smoke alarms. And then when I talked about different features and benefits, you can find alarms now um, Um, We actually came out and pioneered the voice and location feature. So, for example, a smoke alarm can tell you um, where the hazard is, and if it is a smoke and a CO alarm, it could say warning, whether it's um, a smoke alarm, warning, evacuate, smoke in child's bedroom, evacuate. So it could tell you where it is and what it is. And it's crucial, you know, especially when we're talking about, you know, um, escaping and escape time to knowing where an alarm is coming from and, you know, and hopefully you have a plan and you practice it and uh, that can hopefully make that uh, getting out of the house a little easier. So there are many different types today and sometimes it's a requirement um, on where you live and what um, your codes are and what the building codes are. Uh, For example, in California, your state law actually requires hardwired alarms, meaning um, that the alarm is connected directly into the home's electrical wiring. That's for newly constructed homes, but existing homes can have battery-operated alarms. So um, lots of different options, and literally call your fire department, just look at the packaging closely and read, and it, it should be able to tell you what it is. All right, so you've gone to the store, and you've decided which is the best alarm for you and which one you need. 
Mm-hmm. Um, now you got to figure out, okay, well, how many do I need? So the, the, the most important part of that, I, I imagine, is, is where to put them and how right, many do you need. Right. So what are the what are the key places where smoke alarms need to be placed for for you know uh, you know optimal safety? Well, first and foremost, you know, one of the big issues is that people aren't having enough smoke alarms. Um, you know, really, you can find a smoke alarm, um, you know, for the 7 to $10 range, and um, people might go to the shelf and think, oh, I'm going to get one, and you have to know what you need. So I want to start with the fact that the National Fire Protection Association actually recommends that smoke alarms be installed on every single level of the home, and that would include a basement if you have one, inside each sleeping area, so in every bedroom or area that you sleep, and in the main corridors or your hallways of your home. So to give you an example for that, if it's an average two-story, maybe a three-bedroom home in America, that would need at least four smoke alarms to meet the NFPA standards. So that's first and foremost. And then we talk about... um, you know, proper placement. And so we've talked about it, you know, needing them in the bedrooms and, um, you know, needing them on every single floor. But then there's places that, you you know, you have to be careful about, you know, where you don't want to put them. Um, so knowing placement's really important. And if you have a, a smoke alarm that um, doesn't require batteries, even so, uh, you know, you're hardwired, it's still important to test them and to make sure that they're working. So we talked to people about replacing their alarms every 10 years because 10 years is the recommendation of when you need to to change alarms. Keep in mind, this is a unit that's working 24-7, seven days a week, 24 hours a day, sensing for smoke, and you have to eventually change it because the sensor does um, get less sensitive as the years go on. Is there some way to tell, you know, if you say you you moved into a home, and is there a way to tell on the smoke alarm itself how old it is or when it went into service, so to speak? Yeah, a couple ways. Actually, if you take the smoke alarm off the wall and look at the back plate, it should give you a manufacturer's date, and you should figure within two to three years. You know, sometimes it doesn't mean that the the person put it up then. Sometimes people actually write the dates. We have date codes, a little space on the alarm where uh, where we recommend that the consumer write the date so they know. And then, actually, alarms today have a sound, and they make a warning sound that it is the end-of-life sound. So, um, believe it or not, all that information is in the manual. And in this day and age, what's nice is all the manuals are online. So, you know, if you couldn't get a hold of someone at customer service at 3 in the morning and something was bugging you, you can look it up and find out what the beeps mean. Because I, I, I know people don't typically save that information. Well, that's that's for sure. And... <laughs> There's been so many technological advancements in, in yeah. smoke alarm, uh, smoke alarms, and, and, and other types of fire safety devices. Let's talk a little bit about some of the new, exciting things that are that are coming down the pike um, for smoke alarms, and, and that will be available um, very soon. Sure. You know, the technology always has to change. You know, we, we're always trying to keep up and advance and keep that safety uh, going and, and, and keep advances in safety going. So there's a whole new line of alarms. Um, we have a couple, actually. We have a very new line called the Atom, which is a micro, very small, sleek alarm. 
um, that has a longer life battery as well, and it's a micro size, so it's like the size of a votive candle, very teeny, um, you know, maybe for those who, you know, not necessarily want to see it, and it has sort of a little bit of a designer look to it, so it's uh, um, a a really kind of a sleek-looking alarm. Um, There's a whole other designer line that's, you know, much more streamlined and much thinner than your typical uh, thicker uh, alarm and different styles um, and different um, finishes today. And another thing is that, you know, we try to have technology to help with false alarms and nuisance alarms. So utilizing photoelectric technology is important and knowing where to install your alarms will help with that. So there's there's different advances in technology, you know, that 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 come with that. And like I mentioned, the voice the voice and location. Those are there's they're not brand new to us because we, we brought them to market 2005, 2006 in that area, but now we have many alarms that have those. And um, like I said, carbon monoxide and, and smoke alarms and then different even uh, gas alarms are out there today. So there's many different options and different technologies and, and even greater looks. So really, um, the consumer has so many choices today. Are you saying that smoke alarms are starting to get kind of hip? (laughs) If they can, they are getting a little hip. I mean, it's important. This is a a safety product that is in your house, and you don't want to look at it as an eyesore, and it's um, something that um, is streamlined in your home, but yet it's out of sight. You don't want it completely out of mind, but you want it to look good. You know, you, you gone are the days of uh, having a hockey puck on the wall being acceptable. You know, you, you, you know, we treat our home so much different now. You know, we're cocooning and people are, you know, finding things to do on Pinterest in their homes and blogging and websites and we're, you know, we're having staycations and the home is is really. Um, you know, a place where you don't need a designer today to come in and do things to your home. Um, homeowners, consumers are doing these things themselves. They're going into, you know, you know, like a low store and, and figuring it out how to, you know, do designer looks on their own. So we're offering these types of uh, opportunities for consumers to to make a room look fantastic. Yeah, that new that new uh, very small smoke one, the, the, the atom, correct? That, that yes. Yes. Yeah, it's a very sleek, very small, and 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 it's actually very good looking alarm. So that's that's a choice for you, those of you who uh, you know out here in California, you get trendy houses. Uh, you know, you want to have a, a good looking smoke alarm as well. Um, now here in California, also um, later this year in the summer of 2014, I believe there's there's going to be new requirements for what types of smoke alarms are are going to be you know required in new construction. Tell me a little bit about that. Sure, um, you have a new law coming, as you said. Um, I believe that the July 1st is the date, and um, that will require that the battery operated alarms in existing construction have a 10 year battery and have a sealed 10 year battery. So um, I think. So you don't change the smoke alarm, you just, I mean, you don't change the batteries, you just change the smoke alarm after 10 years. Is that correct? Correct. 
Um, it is a, a sealed unit, and it will operate for 10 years. And this is an important point, though. I always try to bring this when I even said, you know, out of sight but not necessarily out of mind. We don't want to forget about those alarms either. They need to be tested. Um, you have to make sure they're working. You want to make sure that they, they, you know, they don't have dust or cobwebs and they're dusted and they, you know, that they look good. And um, it's not an out of sight, out of mind. We really want people to make sure that if they're installing 10-year alarms, that they're checking them and making sure they work. But we will have an extensive line um, come probably Q2 all over California with um, all of these um, advancements that I mentioned earlier, the designer looks and the talking and the room location in the 10-year line too. So you could get a combination smoke and CO alarm that will tell you what the hazard is and where the hazard is with really easy programming. And when I talk about easy, it's as easy as popping in the batteries and the alarm actually starts talking to you and tells you what to do. There's, you know, nothing additional with the online uh, trying to figure things out or going to a website. The, the alarm basically talks you through what to do. Fantastic. So really, I mean, there's really no excuse uh, as a homeowner, as, as a responsible citizen, not to have smoke alarms in your, in your home. As you mentioned, there's so many different types so many different price points. You, you can get them uh, for as low as you know under ten dollars. Is that is that true? Absolutely. You know, in this day and age, there are so many options, and I, I just think it's like you know groups like My Safe LA getting the message across again because you know when people know the facts and they listen to this information, they certainly don't. You know, they would never say, oh, I don't need it or it's not going to happen to me. It makes them sit up and think, boy, do I have enough? Did I test it? You know, we need these reminders, um, unfortunately. We really do. Everyone's so busy and, you know, running around and, you know, job and work and home and life. And you, you, you need these reminders to let you know how important these things are. These are really inexpensive life safety devices that with minimal maintaining will definitely save your life. So they're crucial. And, and like you said, $7, $10, easy to get your basic smoke alarm. And then all these other feature benefits I told you about, you know, you can go up to $50, $60, $70. And, you know, I, 70 is in the range where you're doing something like wireless interconnected. But $50, $60 for the talking and uh, combinations will be out there. So, um everybody should be able to find what they're looking for. And you certainly can't put a price on human life and the, and the people that you love and, and your neighbors and friends. So I, I remember you gave me a statistic that really put it into to perspective. It was like the cost of a, of a, a nice dinner out. You could equip your home completely with, with brand new smoke alarms and carbon monoxide sensors and, and make sure that you have that line of defense that, as you mentioned, is, is vigilant. 24 7 365 days a year so absolutely uh, so very important um we have such a great relationship at, at my safe la with first alert um you guys have recently you, you guys have donated so many thousands of smoke alarms um to us alone um to uh to give out free to people that that indicate through our various programs our older adult program and our junior fire inspector program that they need a smoke alarm in their home and we're so happy that if, if that's the only smoke alarm they have in their house, at least they have one, you know. Um, and so we're, we're, we're so grateful to First Alert for your, for your generosity and for your, your, your collaboration 
and helping us get the word out and helping us actually get the hardware out there that, that stands vigil over people's homes and keeps them safe in the middle of the night. So we thank you for that. And, and it just makes me think about how this type of relationship um, that First Alert enjoys with MySafeLA, how does that benefit the public in your in your mind? Well, it, it definitely does. But first I want to say, I, I think, Todd, the program is uh, by far just absolutely exceptional. You know, I, I work with fire departments across the United States every single day. I'm our liaison for fire service. And uh, you guys do such a fantastic job. I hope the your listeners and the citizens of L.A. realize that they are so incredibly lucky to have a group as talented and committed to the safety and prevention message because uh, you you really have set the bar very high with uh, your prevention efforts. It's great and it, it's it's critical for First Alert. I mean it, it's it, it's something absolutely we enjoy doing, but it's a cornerstone of our mission. Basically, you know we're committed to educating homeowners about safety. That's our business, and it's it's just absolutely important. And partners like My Safe LA help us spread the awareness. Um, help us get you know the prevention message to the folks who really need it. Our hands-on, um, going into classrooms, talking to the the folks who really can bring home the message back to their parents and um, their communities. And we're just proud. You know, we're really proud to support your efforts. So um, it's our it's it's absolutely our our joy. Awesome. We really appreciate that. So let's let's wrap this up by doing a. I'm going to, I'm going to throw some rapid fire questions at you just to review real quick, so we can okay. break it down, for folks, in a very simple way. All right. So um, uh, how how many uh, how many smoke alarms do you need to have in your home or apartment or basically okay. where do they need to be? You need to have a smoke alarm inside every bedroom or sleeping area, and on every level of the home. And if it's an apartment with one bedroom, I would put an additional one outside, even in the hallway. Um, that's critical, you know, having them. And placement, like we said, is really important, knowing that you need it in the bedroom. Um, I've talked about the statistic before, but why it's so important in the bedroom, you need to get up and out in the event of a fire or smoke in the middle of the night. People don't realize this, but when you are asleep, your sense of smell is asleep. So you need that warning to wake you up to get you up and out. All right, excellent. And so uh, how often should you be testing your smoke alarms to make sure that they're fully operational and keeping vigil over you at night? Folks need to be testing their smoke alarm literally once a week. And I know that sounds a little extreme and not everybody does that, but it's really important. So if you haven't done it, go do it. Um, we tell people to change the batteries every six months. Um, if you, a great way to remember that is when we change the clocks, change the batteries. And when you have the 10 years in place and you, and you have 10-year smoke alarm uh, batteries, please don't forget about them. Make sure that they're tested too. Really important, you know, check for debris and dust and, and make sure that um, they're unobstructed with anything like that, like a web or nest or, you know, just anything. All right, Deborah, thank you so much. I've been speaking with Deborah Hansen, the Director of External Affairs for First Alert. Thank you so much for your collaboration with MySafeLA. Thank you so much for your your subject matter expertise, and, and uh, we hope to uh, hear from you again. Maybe we'll do a future podcast on uh, uh, exclusively on carbon monoxide and uh, some of the uh, the concerns about that as well. Uh, I'm Todd Light, Public Information Officer for MySafeLA, and you've been listening to another MySafeLA Fire and Life Safety Podcast. See you next time. 
You've been listening to a MySafeLA Fire and Life Safety Podcast. MySafeLA is the public education partner of the Los Angeles Fire Department. Visit us at MySafeLA.org and LAFD.org.